We all know video has taken over social media, so it's very likely you have added this to your Instagram strategy already. And if you haven't, P.S., you should. You definitely should start making videos. But creating tons of videos isn't easy, right? Especially if you're new to it, creating video content can take a lot of time. So you want to make sure that the time that you invest into crafting a really great video, whether it's an Instagram reel or TikTok or wherever you're going to post it, that it's actually going to perform well for you. And that time investment is going to be worthwhile. Especially lately, I've been getting a lot of questions in my comment section from creators saying, I know that reels are the way to go on Instagram, but my reels just aren't getting a lot of views. What's up with that? Aren't reels supposed to be really great for reach? And they are, but it's important that when you're creating your reels, you keep these things in mind that I'm going to chat about today to ensure that your reels have the best chance possible at getting the reach and engagement that you're looking for. So with all that in mind today, I want to give you a few tips on how you can boost your video views on Instagram. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Hey creator, I've got something really exciting to share with you. My brand new signature course, the Instagram roadmap is now available for instant access. The Instagram roadmap is a self-paced course designed to take you from overwhelmed and uncertain to confident and excited to create content that is going to help you grow on Instagram. I've poured my heart and soul into this course and included all my experience and expertise from not only growing my own active Instagram community of over 35,000 followers, but also from helping countless clients grow their Instagram audiences as well. The Instagram roadmap is designed for beginner and intermediate creators like you who are looking for the path to growth. In the four and a half hours of video lessons, I go over lessons like how to build a strong brand online, how to craft a content strategy that is designed for your unique circumstances and goals, how to batch your content so that you don't get burnt out, and finally, how to monetize your audience and turn content creation into your career. I'm so excited to welcome you into the Instagram Roadmap. You can start learning today when you sign up at theinstagramroadmap.com. The first tip that I have for you to help to increase those Instagram real views is to just keep the basics in mind. Let's be honest, we have all done this. We have an idea or we hear a piece of advice and just start running full speed ahead instead of taking our time and keeping all the basic fundamental steps in mind. When it comes to videos on Instagram, mainly reels, one thing I see all the time are creators busting out these daily reels. But if we're honest, maybe this sounds a little harsh, but these 
videos are kind of lacking in quality or substance. And by quality, I mean both the quality of like the video, so like the surface level stuff, so lighting, editing, audio, etc., but also the quality of the information provided, so the actual content there. We all know the phrase quality over quantity, and there's a reason why this phrase is so popular, and that's because it's true. And I've personally found it to be true across social media platforms. Sure, posting lots of reels can provide you with more opportunity for reach and growth, but if the quality of your videos are, well, not so great, people are not going to enjoy them and Instagram won't show them to a lot of people anyway. So the effort put into creating these sort of subpar reels is ultimately going to be wasted. And I know it's really hard to find the balance with this because as much as I think a quality over quantity approach is important, it's also just true that posting more frequently is also going to be helpful, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, your podcast, whatever, because consistency is important. And every time you put a piece of content out there, it's a chance to reach more people and to grow your audience. So of course, the ideal situation would be to have both quality and quantity, but obviously that's not always attainable. So it's important to find whatever that middle ground is going to look like for you and ensure that you aren't being too much of a perfectionist. So focusing too much on the quality to the point where you only post like once every six months or something like that, but also not focusing too much on the quantity where you're just pushing out these daily reels that are maybe too focused on trends or, you know, maybe you recorded them in really bad lighting because you didn't even wait for, you know, the sun to come up or whatever before you started filming. So it's just important to find what that quality and quantity balance looks like for you. This is actually a shift that I took in my own Instagram strategy a few months ago. I made my focus on getting out content and doing my best to provide quality. I took the pressure off of myself to post five days a week, which is what I had been doing. And instead, I'm more focused on posting a few engaging, high quality posts each week. And honestly, my overall stats were about the same or higher, posting less often. And I think it's because of the quality. Back at the beginning of 2022, I entered the new year with a plan to post five times a week. I was going to be posting three reels each week, one graphic carousel each week, and one photo each week. And that did work really well for me at the beginning of the year. I was growing, things were going well, but unsurprisingly, that became unsustainable for me, especially when I shifted to living out of my van for a few months. So sometimes your life circumstances change. Sometimes you get busier in other areas of your life. So it's always totally cool to pivot and find a new routine that is sustainable for you. And actually, if you're curious more about what it looks like to build out a sustainable Instagram strategy, I actually have a freebie for you that you can check out. It's called the Sustainable Instagram Strategy Planner, and it's a totally interactive template in Notion that basically guides you through the three main components of a truly sustainable Instagram strategy. And what I mean by sustainable is a strategy that you can actually implement week after week and month after month and not get burnt out. Because I think one of the biggest enemies of Instagram growth is burnout because a lot of us get enthusiastic and we think I am going to post five days a week, but eventually it becomes unsustainable for us. And so either we quit entirely 
or we start making less and less good content, which is kind of the issue that I'm getting at with this entire tip. So that's why it's important to have a strategy that's going to be attainable to you so that you can make sure that you're producing the best quality video content that you can. So if you want to check that out, you can just go to katiesteckley.com sustainable. I'll also link it in the show notes. It's a totally free template um, that I'll send you the link to once you sign up with your email. And it's going to walk you through how you can create a strategy that not only is going to help you grow, so it's going to work well in the algorithm, but it's also going to be a strategy that you enjoy implementing and that you genuinely have time for, which is very important. So to summarize this whole point, when it comes to increasing your video views on Instagram, it's important that you have a good sense of your personal balance between quality and quantity and that you're not so focused on the quality that you kind of become a perfectionist and then, you know, you never get any content out there, but you're also not so focused on the quantity that you're just pushing out less than great reels day after day. I would also encourage you in your journey of kind of increasing that quality to ensure that, you know, you can get more views on these videos is look into some of the basics around videography and filming techniques, figure out how you can achieve the best lighting possible, find some good editing tools that could work for you. You can edit right inside the Instagram app, of course, but maybe you want to use an app like InShot or my personal favorite is Adobe Premiere Rush. And of course, get a sense of how you can produce the best audio if you're recording yourself talking. My recommendation is always to look through some of your favorite creators, watch back their videos and take some notes on what you think makes their videos so good, and then try to emulate those characteristics in your own videos. And that's really going to help increase that quality over time. Because as much as a lot of people on Instagram or TikTok make it look like it's just as easy as picking up your phone and pressing record, there's actually a number of other components that go into it to make sure that it looks good. And it's something that people are going to want to take the time to consume before just scrolling past it. Once you've got your quality dialed in, it's really important. The next tip I want to share with you is to always know your hook. If you really want to set your video up for success in the Instagram Reels feed, you have to go in already knowing your hook, which if you're unfamiliar with the term, a hook is basically just something interesting that happens at the very beginning of your video that draws in your viewers. It's something that's going to grab their attention and generate curiosity and keep them from scrolling past. Brendan Kane, the author of Hook Point, says, These days, if you want to get your message out to the world, you often have as little as three seconds to do so. And with most reels being under 60 seconds, you really need to optimize those first seconds to grab your audience and encourage them to keep watching until the end. The essence of a perfect hook is giving your audience a reason to stay. You need to pitch to them essentially why they should watch your reel. But of course, you need to do it very concisely and hopefully in a way that generates curiosity. And there are many ways that you can do that. So maybe it's telling them that you're about to share a solution to a problem you know they have. Or it could be that there is a surprise at the end of the video that helps lure them to keep watching. For example, if you've ever been scrolling on the TikTok for you page, then you're going to know that a very, very common trope is just text on the screen of a seemingly boring video that says, 
wait to the end or wait for it, dot, dot, dot. And so even if you're watching a video of a scene that like kind of seems like it's barely changing or not a lot is going on, just those few words on the screen that say wait for it makes you think, okay, this seems pretty boring now, but I bet you something wild is about to happen. And of course, if nothing interesting happens at the end, you know, that's not going to get a lot of good engagement. People are probably going to be frustrated with that. Um, but if there is a really good payoff at the end, then people will send the content to their friends or they'll like it or whatever. So that's why this trope of wait for it exists is because it's really effective to hint to people that there's something worth watching the video for. That kind of functions as your hook. I think another good example is uh, the book, the monster at the end of this book with Elmo and Grover. I don't know if you remember this, but y'all, I loved this book as a kid. (laughs) My mom would read it to us in a funny voice and me and my older brother would always ask, oh, read the monster at the end of this book. This is like a really basic example of a hook of something that kind of keeps you wanting to read to the end. Lovable, furry old Grover is distressed to learn that there's a monster at the end of this book. He begs readers not to turn the pages, but of course, kids feel they just have to see this monster for themselves. Grover is astonished to find, of course, that he is the monster at the end of the book. So, you know, it's obviously a very cute little ending to the story, but the point is, this is like a very straightforward classic example of how the book grabs the reader's attention in even just seconds, because the reader has to know what the monster at the end of the book is. So kind of just use that as an example to remind yourself of how you can create a hook at the beginning of your videos that is going to entice people to keep on watching. Even if it's something as simple as wait for it or think about, you know, the the concept of the monster at the end of this book and figure out what that hook can look like for you. And then the important thing here is how can you communicate that in like author Brendan Kane was saying, three seconds or less. How can you put that into a very succinct sentence that is going to let people know what they're in for so that you can keep them watching. You really want to create this experience for your viewers on Instagram. This is one of the key ways to really get your Instagram reels the reach that they need because one of the biggest hurdles that we're facing as creators is basically people just scrolling on past because of the way, you know, the feed is designed. People just keep on scrolling if something is not interesting immediately. So you really got to figure out how you can take advantage of those first few seconds and grab your viewers' attention. And that's really going to help you get more views. At this point in our process of talking through how to get more views on your Instagram reels, I think it might be helpful to pause for just a second and explain why some of these tactics work. Because It's, you know, easy enough to say, like, have a good quality video, include a hook. But ultimately, why do all of these things that essentially relate to, like, human psychology and the way your viewers interact with your reel, how does that actually lead to more views or less views? And really, the answer, the kind of X in the middle of this equation is the algorithm. So why don't we pause for just a second and I'll talk through generally how the Instagram Reels algorithm works. And as I speak about this, know that this kind of vaguely applies to any recommendations algorithm out there, whether it is the YouTube homepage, the TikTok for you page, this is how it works. It's just an engagement-based recommendations algorithm. So essentially, 
Instagram's goal is showing content to users that is going to keep them on the platform. It's important as you're trying to decode the algorithm and understand all these growth tactics that that is always the goal at the end of the day. All of these platforms are fighting for users' attention. This is why you know we call it the attention economy because that is the most valuable thing to all of these tech companies. Why is it valuable to them? Well, the more attention they have, the more users they have, the more time we spend on their platform, the more ads they can sell. Obviously, as you're scrolling through Instagram, a lot of what you see is ads that are paid for by companies. If Instagram doesn't have any users to look at these ads, then these businesses are obviously not going to be paying for ads on that platform. So Instagram's goal at the end of the day is keeping people on their platform as long as possible. How do they do that? By showing users content that is highly engaging and interesting. Think about why you spend time on the social media platforms that you do. For me personally, over the past number of years, and many of you will probably relate to this, I have really drifted away from Facebook because when I go to Facebook, there's just not a lot of content there that's interesting and engaging to me. And for a lot of us, that's because maybe, you know, our peers have stopped posting there as often. So we're just not seeing content that that we're interested in. So the reason why we go to social platforms is because there's something there that's going to entertain us or be interesting. You know, you open up TikTok, you know, you're going to find something funny to watch. You scroll through reels, you know, you're going to find something that's engaging, right? So Instagram's goal is to show users engaging content. Now, the way that they do this is through this mysterious algorithm. Essentially what the algorithm does is it's pushing out content to people and it's testing how they engage with it. And they use the user's engagement essentially as a metric for how good the video is, how likely that video is to keep people on the platform, right? So here are the few things that the algorithm is really looking for when it comes to Instagram reels in particular. For one, the algorithm is looking for reels that people are watching from the beginning to the very end. If someone skips past your video after having watched only like three seconds of it, then Instagram takes that as a signal, obviously, that this piece of content is not keeping people on the platform longer. There was, you know, maybe 60 seconds of content, but they only watched three seconds of it. So therefore, this reel does not do a good job of keeping people on Instagram. Okay, they're probably going to show it to less people. So that's one of the biggest success metrics that it's looking for is how long do you get people to watch? Now, this is why the hook that I was talking about is so important because you keep people from scrolling past immediately and you get them to watch to the very end. And that is also what the quality component that I mentioned at the beginning is so important for because if your video is not very good quality, obviously people are less likely to watch to the end. Like if there's bad audio or the lighting's so bad they can barely see what's going on, they're more likely to skip past. So that's why one of our big goals when it comes to increasing our reach is having a video that people watch from the start to the very end. That's one of the biggest success metrics that the Reels algorithm is looking for. So we can do that by including a hook and having a good quality video. The other piece that the Instagram Reels algorithm is really looking for is engagement. So you want people to like, save, share, comment, all of that good stuff. Because of course, if your followers or your viewers are doing that, that's a good signal to Instagram that this piece of content is, again, keeping people on the platform longer. It might even be drawing people into the platform if you know your users happen to share it to somebody who then opens up Instagram like because they received um, a message with an Instagram link or whatever. Now, it's not you know completely clear. Instagram doesn't just publish this information about what's more important, the engagement or the view duration, that sort of thing. It's just good to 
to know that all of these components exist because this is the logic behind why we do all of these things. Like this is why having a good quality video with a hook translates into having more views. It's because the algorithm is looking for content that keeps people on the platform longer. So think about what you can do to make sure that your video keeps people on the platform longer. Now, the thing about this is, as much as that sounds really basic, like you don't want to just go the scammy route of making something seem like it's going to be really valuable at the end. And so you kind of string people along because that clickbait method is not going to translate to having a real organic audience that trusts you because, you know, doing that kind of clickbaity thing is like inherently distrustful. But if you actually create good quality content that is interesting, it's curiosity inducing, it's high quality, like I was saying, that is not only going to translate to increased views, but also an audience that appreciates the content that you make and trusts you. So that was my brief aside on how the Instagram Reels algorithm works and why these tips that I'm sharing actually do translate to increased reach. So just keep that in mind as you're creating your content and understand that that is kind of the position that Instagram is coming from. Okay, with that explanation out of the way, let's get back into my list of tips that can help you increase your views on your Instagram reels. The next tip I wanna share with you is don't give your viewer a reason to click away. Now that you've created a high quality reel and hooked your audience, Now it's time to keep them there, right? Don't give your audience a reason to click away. My favorite ways of creating an engaging reel and videos in general is to tell two stories and kind of keep things moving. So here's what I mean by this. When I say telling two stories in parallel, I actually recently posted a YouTube video describing this in depth. It's called why everyone is doing their makeup in their reels all of a sudden. And I kind of go in depth as to why this method works, but essentially I'll break it down for you here. The idea is that by telling a parallel story within your reels, it gives your viewer a second reason to stick around till the end because they want to see how both journeys end. Now this method works even better if one of your stories is kind of like the content or the the topic or the subject matter you're trying to get across and the other is something more visual because it just kind of keeps your viewer more engaged. So imagine in the example I was giving about, you know, doing your makeup, I could either just sit and talk to the camera and provide some information and you know, that would be valuable and it'd be helpful, but it might not be quite as interesting as me delivering this information while I do my makeup, for example, just because it gives the viewer something to look at while they're digesting that information. You know, it's the same reason why a lot of us, when we're listening to a podcast, for example, like to go for a walk or do the dishes or something, it's because we can kind of engage that visual side of our brain while we're also um, taking in auditory information. So that's why it can be really effective, especially when you are just delivering info to the camera in your reels to do it with some kind of parallel storyline, whether that's doing your makeup or anything else. This is ultimately because even if the talking part of your video is lagging a little bit, the viewer is still going to be intrigued and want to see the end results of, for example, your makeup transformation or whatever other visuals you're showing. This doesn't have to be makeup. This could be you taking an adventure to a new coffee shop and telling your story while you're on the way there or giving your advice or tips. And you could be keeping the video lively with like B-roll of the journey and like different talking head clips of you in different locations as you're going along. 
Or for example, it could be even you standing in your kitchen, like making your like at home matcha latte, or it could be you like painting your nails or doing some kind of project, um, like some kind of craft, whether it's like clay or, you know, needlepoint or whatever. There's all kinds of different visual things that you might be doing in your life that you can kind of show the process of while you're talking to the camera. Speaking of this point, this really brings me to another piece of advice around this keeping people from clicking away idea, which is to keep things moving. Maybe you don't want to tell a whole secondary story, whether that's, you know, your makeup transformation or whatever, that's fine, but you can still keep things interesting and engaging by moving around. So the idea of keeping things moving is kind of like metaphorical and also literal in the sense that you kind of keep things moving along, you're providing more information, you're keeping things engaging, but then you're actually literally in different locations. Setting your phone down in front of you and filming the entire reel in just one position gives your audience less motivation to watch the whole video, right? Like they might as well just listen to an audio clip at that point if it's just one stationary shot of you talking. But if you move around even in your own home so that the background and angles change a little bit, maybe sometimes you like have it zoomed in a little bit, sometimes it's more of a wide angle, then it provides so much more visual engagement so that people have a reason to keep on watching. They're not gonna get bored as easily. For example, you could start the video on your couch and then you could do like a little green screen recording. Um, Maybe you kind of show an example in the background of whatever you're talking about. Then you could have a clip of you standing in front of a wall like behind you and then another clip of you sitting at your desk. This jumping around will give your audience a reason to actually watch the reel, especially if you can add in like visual evidence to whatever you're speaking about. That's why I think the green screen effect can be really great for that. And trust me, even if you live in a small apartment, you can totally do this. I have 500 square feet of space to work with and I do this in all of my YouTube videos actually. This is a really key strategy for me on YouTube is kind of having different backgrounds to keep the video a little bit more interesting. The next piece of advice I want to share with you is to cut the fluff. One of the easiest ways to lose the interest of your audience is by going on and on about something irrelevant to the end goal of your video. So really evaluate your video and cut out any fluff or unnecessary content that isn't truly beneficial to the story. You want to make sure that every word you speak is providing value. But I know from experience that it's hard to make these types of decisions on your own, which is why last week I talked about the importance of having a content creator network. If you missed that episode, make sure you listen to it after this because seriously, it's so essential to have a group of creators around you that you can consult on your ideas and get feedback. It's really nice to have a fresh set of eyes to look at something you could create It's really nice to have a fresh set of eyes to look at something you created. You could even send them your reel and then have them watch it and kind of give you some honest feedback of if it was interesting or if there was an area where they kind of started to lose their attention. And then you can cut out anything that might not be contributing to your reel being as effective as possible. So it's really, really helpful to have that kind of outside feedback because as creators, it's really hard once you've made something to cut it down because you feel attached to it. You've created something that you really love and you kind of need to be a little bit ruthless sometimes to make something as concise and engaging as it can be. Finally, if you want to increase your Reels views, sometimes you just got to tell your audience what to do. It might sound a little bit bossy, but giving your audience instructions increases the likelihood of them actually taking some sort of action. This can be as simple as asking that they like, 
comment, share, or follow you for more videos like this one. And again, like I was saying earlier, this can really help to boost your views because one of those main components that the Instagram algorithm is looking for is that your video is engaging because that is a sign to the algorithm that you are keeping people on the platform longer and that your content will be good at keeping users on Instagram. So seriously, just ask your audience to engage with your content. If you have some kind of relevant prompt, like, you know, maybe you share a hot take or opinion and then you say like this video if you agree, or maybe you have um, an actual like question where you want people's opinion, they can like leave that in the comments. And I think another really common tactic, especially on reels, because you have the opportunity to be reaching people that might not be following you yet, is to just straight up say, hey, if you like this kind of video, follow me. I share stuff about X, Y, and Z. Now, go out there and test out some of these tips and let me know if you see an increase in views. I'm always open to hearing from y'all in my DMs at Katie Steckley on Instagram. And if you found this episode helpful, then you would definitely really benefit from module three of my new signature course, the Instagram roadmap. In module three, I dive deep into how to craft content that will help you grow. And I discuss all of these principles in depth and how you can really use the Instagram algorithm to your advantage and what types of content you might be able to use in addition to reels that will help you grow your audience. So make sure you check that out. That's at the Instagram And of course the link is also in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.